Literature and Psychology by Dr. Saideh Malik Afzali, Dr. Daniel Rockers, and Dr. Alex Andrade from Tabana Organization. Tabana is a non-profit mental health organization organized in Sacramento, California. Tabana seeks to help individuals and families to strengthen their capabilities and to thrive. Aired on Saturdays and Sundays from 12 to 1 o'clock weekly. Actually, stay. A very warm hello to our Radio Bomb listeners. I'm sitting with Dr. Daniel Rockers, Dr. Alex Andrade, and this is Dr. Saide Malik Absali speaking. Before we started the show, because it's Noruz, we wanted to say everyone happy Noruz. And here's Dr. Rockers and Dr. Andrade who wanted to also wish everyone a happy Noruz. I say, if I say happy Nowruz, is that wrong or is that okay? That's fine because, it's not, but it's not right, is it? That's a wrong pronunciation. Well, uh, no, in our language, Persian means um, new. So basically, when we say no ruse, ruse means day. So it's a, I don't know how this name came about, but it's basically new everything new day, new you, new um, season. Um, and everything is really new. So um, basically, no, no means new and ruse means day. Okay. And then what's the, what's the whole phrase that you say in uh, um, Farsi? It's, oh, we say no ruse mubarak. Mubarak means uh, happy, means uh uh, you're just celebrating and you say Mubarak. Nooruz Mubarak. Nooruz Mubarak. Very That's good. Good job, Dr. Nice. Rockers. I'll say Happy Nooruz. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you. And um, basically, I just wanted to explain um, that when we celebrate Nooruz, we basically believe in um, the good thoughts, the good act, and also the good deed. And this is really important in our um, culture when we celebrate no ruse. And basically, celebration is with a spread of um, sofre. Sofre is uh, the spread that almost pretty much I would say every people, every household in Persian culture, they have a spread and um, the items that primarily we set up at the table or at the spread is uh, sabze, which is wheat, barley, um, mung bean, lentil, anything that you grow is a, a sprout. Um, we put it in a dish and then we have uh, something called samanu. The seven items are starting with uh, the letter sin, which is the 15th letter of Persian alphabet. And um, uh, the next item is samanu, which is wheat germ. It's a sweet pudding. And then people usually either make it at home or there are places that people make and they sell them. And then senjet is um, not sure what we call, I think is uh, 
Olister, uh, if I'm not wrong, and then Serke, which is vinegar, seed is apple, and seed is garlic, and sumac is sumac. And um, also people put um, coins, which is symbolic of uh, prosperity, wish everyone having a prosperous uh, year. And then hyacin, um, which is sombol uh, in Persian language, it has a good smell. And um, also usually we put hafiz, um, which is the poetry book that we talked about last time. So this is basically some symbolic of the sofre half scene and people really decorate this elaborately and it's beautiful with flowers and um, many um, really handmade cloth that um, they're just colorful and beautiful and they set up the sofre half scene people wish each other the best um, year. Uh, they go visitation and they celebrate for two weeks. And the end of the two weeks, um, they um, actually go outside, um, they uh, picnic, um, they have fun, they play games and they meet each other. And usually they go by the water and um, it's just the end of celebration. I had a question about the spread. It's, it sounds like it's symbolic, but also meant to be eaten and shared with one another. Is that correct? Uh, yes. I, well, actually, it just depends. You know, sometimes, I, and then the sweet basically is part of the um, sofre, and then they pass out to each other, wish everybody a sweetness of the year. And then every item at the table actually, except the coins, are edible. But they just put it there for decoration. But the uh, meaning of each of these items is one for health, one is for um, fertility, one is for um, you know growth. Everything, every item uh, has a meaning. And are, did you say there are grains in there, like wheat and yes, other barley? yeah. So just uh, you know germinating something that grows. And it's symbolic. Some people do wheat, some people do lentils, some people do different things. Anything that it seeds and it grows. And it's just like putting your hand um, into the soil, to earth, and, and um, make something to grow. Mm. Now, is you said shumak. And is shumak the same as mahlab, or is that a different product? No, sumac is uh, actually, a, a, I think it comes from a, um, an herb. And um, I don't know, um, I haven't seen the actual herb, but the powder are sold in the street and usually in Middle Eastern, um, you know, culture also mm -hmm. they use sumac. And what I know about sumac is it um, actually brings down lower the cholesterol. And that's why with red meat, they usually put that sumac powder on the meat. And if you go to a Persian restaurant and order anything with meat, uh, especially kebab, they usually put sumac on, on it. And um, uh, actually in uh, Good Morning America, I was watching one day and they were introducing sumac and they were um, having a, a piece of a toasted bread 
with avocado and they put sumac on it. And I actually tried that and it was very tasty because it has a soury taste. And with avocado that is sort of tasteless, it tastes really good. Alex, are you an avocado eater? I'm an avid, avid avocado eater. So I'm going to try that because yes, I love avocados. And so yeah. Yeah, how did you know? Did you see the twinkle in my eye when she said avocado? Is that what you see, Daniel? I suspected it because I figured that this program has to have balance because I'm on the other end of the spectrum with respect to avocado. So I thought if I'm on the one end where I don't care for it at all, then Alex is probably heavy duty on it. Wow. You just became my nemesis. It's you went from my mentor to my nemesis uh, with that statement alone for your lack of love for avocados, Daniel. Hey, I, this is going to be a hard rest of the show. I hope the listeners can bear with us. (laughs) Uh, Food, food can divide people. (laughs) All right. So we want to keep in mind the spirit of Noruz. And so to you, I say Noruz Mubarak. Okay. Oh, thank you. And we are, to everyone, notice yes, and, and to everyone, but yeah. especially to Alex. And it's new beginnings, man. It's Wish I had like a, a bleep button. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> no, just right. teasing, just teasing. Yeah. Okay, Alex, how what what are your celebrations? I like to know. Well, I was just I was I was wondering uh, I guess a question before I share mine. I, I guess I'm a little jealous, I guess, because I think of like New Year's celebrations. Um in my family, it's kind of the traditional, you know, end of December, beginning of January, and it's only one day. And it's, uh, you know, you guys get like weeks. And that's awesome. I think, I think too often, New Year's is kind of treated as just this, this brief kind of like, okay, you know, we'll drink, we'll eat one night. And then all of a sudden, we make all these promises about being healthy that we never fulfill. Um, probably myself and a lot of other people, but uh, yeah, I, I hear it as really involved and invested, which I, which I think could help a person really commit to what it means to start that beginning in that way. Is there, I mean, is there more, is there a reason or what's the explanation for it being for duration of time like it is? Um, so I need to really know more. What do you mean by this question? What What is actually you're asking? Well, it sounds like it's not just one day that the yeah. celebration, it sounds like it's like a week or it two. It is two weeks. Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. think uh, mainly because um, people are so busy with their actual life, uh, the two weeks is for visiting, is uh, going to see the family members, the travel to meet the family, or even if you're in the same city, you go visit each other. Um, their community celebration. So you basically, in the whole two weeks, you're involved with each other. You know, even if you're working in the afternoon or evening and at night, there's so many gatherings, so many parties, so many good food, eating, meeting people that you haven't met for a year. You know, it's a reason for meeting, um, you know, mingling with each other, um, sort of catching up with what was going on the entire year. So it's a lot of um, visitations. I guess uh, the way I see it, rather than, I mean, it included with, um, you know, new birth, new everything. And I was actually going to say, what does even um, uh, germinating um, sprout, what is the reason behind it? It's just symbol of rebirth and growth. So you are actually 
um, by that, you're um, telling yourself that it's a new me. I'm just growing something and I have to grow myself. And then, for example, every item, I, as I said, is a symbol of patience, sunrise, love, uh, beauty, medicine, strength. So it has a very um, good meaning and, mm -hmm. and everybody encourage each other, um, you know, um, to have um, actually put everything behind you, start everything new. So it's, it has a lot of meaning involved. Yeah. I think in my family, uh, and there is an emphasis on connecting, particularly being together for the New Year's for us is really important. Uh, and I, I hadn't really thought about that until we're talking about this, where we can sometimes we will go out, people would like a couple will go out or you know, my parents will go out. But a lot of time, it's about us being together, wishing in the new year. Um, and there's something that feels very important and meaningful that we're together during that time. Uh, so that's something I think in my family, uh, and I think in, I've seen in some, uh, not just Mexican families, but a lot of families, I think, during that time want to be together to mark that transition from uh, the ending of a year to, to a new year. But yeah, I, I like the idea of really, it sounds like really being thoughtful and intentional about connecting with people. Uh, both people who you have in your life and people who you haven't connected with for some time, which I think is, right. uh, I mean, yeah, I think there's a shortage major. of that. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even I remember when I was a child, um, our, the parents would just take the whole family to visit family members or friends. So you just learned from childhood that visitation is important. If someone is sick or elder, you just first visit them and then you respect, you show respect to elderly. Um, and then if you're, um, you have an elder in your family, everybody first come to visit you. But because here everybody is working hard and there's no, not much time for that, usually people have parties so that, you know, everybody meets each other so they don't have to really uh, families go and visit each other basically they see each other in a big party or community party so that visitation happens there um, but yeah it's it's a really biggest thing in our culture because everybody regardless of what religion you have it's not a religious um, celebration it's just a um a celebration for everyone, um, even Jews, um, Christians. So we have many other religions uh, in this culture. Everybody celebrates Noruz. And I think that's the beauty of it because it brings everybody together regardless of their religion, regardless of, um, you know, which part of the country or culture they are. Uh, people in Afghanistan celebrate Nowruz, people in Tajikistan uh, celebrate Nowruz, part of um, India, they celebrate Nowruz. Any Persian culture uh, in the region, they celebrate. And they celebrate wherever they are all over the world um, because it's a big part of you. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we got to the first part of our conversation. We come back and we continue to converse um, either 
uh, about Nowruz or if something else our colleagues are interested um, to talk about. Uh, with that, I want to say Salam be Shenvanigan Aziz Radio Bamdad. Man ba Dr. Daniel Rockers, Dr. Alexandrade, Emruz Dar Khidmatun Hastim, Man Saide Malik Afzali Hastam. میخوام نوروز رو بهتون تبریک بگم اگر رادیوهاتون رو باز کردین صدای ما رو از رادیو بامداد میشنوین امیدوار هستم که متوجه باشین که این برنامه به زبان انگلیسی هر هفته پخش میشه و ما قسمت اول برنامهمون داشتیم راجع به جشن نوروز صحبت میکردیم و همکارای من با من در این رابطه سالایی داشتن که میپرسیدن برمیگردیم دنباله صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم سرنوشت را باید از سرنوشت شاید این بار کمی بهتر نوشت آشقی را غرق در باور نوشت قصه ها را به از کجای باور آمد که گفت گر روید سر بر نگردد سر with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrardi. Uh, if you just turn on your radio and you're listening to us on Saturdays and Sundays at 12 to 1, we have a program on their culture and psychology. And if there's anyone who you would think um, would benefit from our program, please ask them to join us uh, and listen to us. The first part of our conversation was about Nowruz. We want to wish everyone a happy Nowruz. My colleagues, Dr. Rockers and Dr. Andrade were kind enough to say happy Nowruz in Persian. I appreciate that. And we continue our conversation about celebration, different cultures. And also I was just um, wondering if you have any questions uh, because I was gonna um, add something else completely different. I thought maybe superpower, um, because you always hear about that. Is it anything we can connect to uh, celebration? We can connect to who we are. Um, or if you guys have any questions, we can continue. Well, before we go on to that, I'd like to jump back to Alex's question. Didn't you ask why it was extended, like a two-week thing, Alex? Yes. 
You know, an important part of ceremony or ritual, what we all have rituals as human beings, we have to have rituals which help mark, change, and set off time periods in life. And so the purpose, I think, of an extended ritual, like a two-week thing, is to really let something soak in and make it important. We have rituals for important events like births, deaths, marriages. And I understand that uh, in India, a lot of the traditional weddings go on for, I don't know, a week or- One whole week, yeah. For a whole week. And you think about the purpose of ritual, the function of ritual is really to make change in people and signify moving on to a new level, that we're going to become something different. And a new year celebration, like what you're describing, sounds like something that it encourages people to move on to a new level. It's a new beginning. Let's do something different now. Let's become better people. Let's move up to a new level. So that would be my guess as to why or how it came about to be an extended ritual. The study of ritual, I think, in ceremony and how people go through change culturally all over the world. In other words, every single culture has these things. It's very interesting. It's all about our own human change. How can we change? Are there ways that society or the group that we find ourselves in help the individual to change and grow and become better? I think a lot of those things are around us all the time. And we often don't, we don't realize it because we're embedded in it. It's when we encounter other cultures and say, oh, their ritual is different than ours. Hmm, I wonder what that would be or how would that help? How can that be something cool that we could do? Um, so what do you, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on that? Alex? No, that was, that I, no. made me think about that. It, it makes sense because um, I was always thinking, you know, it's because you have enough time in our culture because visitation and getting together is really important for this celebration. Um, and also in our culture, it's really important to visit your family members, visit your relatives, um, and it's really encouraged in our culture that, um, well, as you know, we always talk about our culture is collectivistic culture, uh, is not individualistic culture. With that said, that getting together, that uh, visitation, because mostly in a year you may not get to do that. I was always thinking part of this extended celebration is having time to really get to people that you wanted to see them to visit, you know, and, and having different circles of friends or family members that you have a list of priorities that what you want to do. The other part that I forgot to tell is the spring cleaning, but you do deep cleaning and just like everything that you let go of, you do a lot of cleaning. You do a lot of, um, a gracious generosity to pour, to give away. And then when you clean up, if you have extra of anything, you give it away. And you feel like I have enough now, this would go to someone else. Uh, so that deep cleaning, that regrowth, that new beginning, new everything. So you basically make um, your home even a more pleasant place. So you don't clutter, um, you know, and all of that. So there, there are a lot of pieces involved in this. Uh, it's not just the celebration. 
Yeah, because when we do cleaning of our environment, I've noticed for myself, when I clean, I feel better. I feel differently. And I get a little bit of motivation from that. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I can do a little bit more. There's something about that. And that fits with new beginnings as well. Alex, you had something? Yeah, I think it's restorative in that way. When we clean our space, we feel more grounded. We just feel like we're, you know, things are, are moving, progressing in a, in a healthier way. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to echo, I completely agree, Daniel, in regards to the importance and value of uh, tradition and ritual and ceremony. I, I actually often say, I think it's something that is, uh, unfortunately, I, I always think of it as not as present in the dominant culture as in a lot of other cultures, unfortunately. But uh, uh, thinking about that out loud or saying that out loud, as you mentioned that, it may be things that I kind of overlook or take for granted just because in the dominant culture, they're just so ingrained. But I think as Saide as is describing this, like to have like a you know, week long celebration or two week long celebration, um, just such a contrast. I was trying to think like what in the dominant, you know, American, you know, uh, kind of white culture is there that, that kind of mimics that. And I, and I know there's things in like Europe and other countries that are a little bit more uh, kind of related to that. But here in the U.S., I can't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, I but- think Christmas vacation, Christmas celebration is two weeks. And it's, um, you know, people go on vacation, people go to visit family members, mm-hmm. they have uh, family dinner. I mean, pretty much in um, this dominant culture, Christmas celebration is similar. That's a very good point. We often don't think of it that way. We just think, oh, yeah. it's Christmas vacation. Okay, great. And then the holiday is this day. But yeah. we would have a totally different view if we came from a culture that did one day only, mm-hmm. and there was no vacation around Christmas. And we went into a culture where they had like two weeks off surrounding Christmas. We we're like, oh my gosh, boy, they really. I was thinking maybe, yeah, maybe even the decorations, because the decorations are for months before sometimes. And so, very yeah. good point. Very yeah. good point. Yeah. So, even when when you think in, in the culture that I was explaining, the celebration of Noru's, you go to, to way be, before that. You clean the house. You give away things you want to give away. Then you have the last Tuesday of the um, previous year, you know, the year that you're ending. And you jump over the fire. You still get together. You just give all your grudges, all your negativity, all your past, everything you don't like, you give it to the fire and you let it burn. And you actually say it, um, that I give my um, grudges and my past and my negativity to you. And then I, you give your redness, your health to me. <clears throat> and you jump over fire and you keep saying that. So you're actually um, out speaking to say, I don't want to carry this. I'm giving it to you. And I want you to give me the good, the health, the redness, which is the symbol of health. Um, and then my yellowish negativity is given to you. So you basically go to um, prepare for almost a month ahead to clean, to give, to 
to do all these things um, to embrace the new beginning. So just the fact that you're going around to find these items, you're trying to see how I'm going to decorate this year, um, and you um, just talk about it to friends. Um, it's just you get busy even in your thoughts and in your mind. What is it I want to give away? What is it that I don't like about this year that I want to burn it to the fire? You know, it, it's just a lot of thinking and an all of thoughtful way that how do I want to begin my year? Which friends I haven't seen for a while that is my priority list to go visit? Who is really not doing well and Ill, is ill that I want to go and, and just take some little present or flower and a lot of really um, uh, basically gardening, uh, make your garden beautiful. So it's just, just a lot of preparation. That, that the day comes and you celebrate. And the time of celebration is exactly the time that the spring starts. And it doesn't matter when it is, uh, even if it's at the middle of the night, most people arrange either not to sleep or wake up at that time. And the whole family members are around this spread sofre and they, they want to, um, at that point, be present so that they can hug each other, they can wish everyone um, the best year. So it's, it's, it's just the biggest thing in Persian culture. So early in the, when you introduced Noros, you said like there were, I thought, three things. Did you say good thoughts, good acts? What and were good the, deed. And good deed. So good acts are different than good deed. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, yeah, good, 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 actually good words, good words, good deed, good thoughts. That means to start from here, then here, and then behavior. Okay, so thoughts, words, deeds. Deeds. And that's an, like, an official part of the Nauru celebration? It is, because then it's new beginning. So with every new beginning that every year you have, um, so you start with um, just having this in your mind that I want to be a person who uses good words, wishes good things for everyone, uh, has good deed and good thought. So this is really major in, in our culture. And it's very symbolic. And uh, from Zoroastrian, the old days, this, this is the major part of that culture and that religion which was the uh, old Persian culture. And that's always in Noru celebration as well, that you always wish everyone a good words, good thoughts, and good deed. Well, maybe the uh, extended function of two weeks is to help allow the integration of thoughts into words, into deeds. Because, you know, in psychology, in social psychology, I learned this, when I had to take social psychology class a second time, by the way, that attitudes and behaviors are not necessarily correlated. And so we can think of attitudes maybe as being the words we say and the behaviors, those are the behaviors. And we've often heard parents say, or at least I heard my parents say, do as I say, not as I do, something like that. In other words, they may have a certain thing that they're promoting, 
but they may not have been able to incorporate it into their deeds yet. So maybe the extended point of the celebration is to allow that really to soak in very deeply mm. and to be manifest in actual behaviors. What are your thoughts? That is true. And, and, and also, no, that's a very good point. I never thought about that. But, you know, as you said, you are sometimes immersed into a culture or doing things that sometimes you don't think what is the meaning behind it. But I was also thinking because you haven't seen many people within these two weeks, now you're catching up. Usually you don't start with something negative, you know, you haven't seen people, so you're all excited, you always say good things, you always want to know more about people that you haven't seen for a long time. So your words are good, you know, um, and, and you're, but then you all often in our culture, we are um, uh, rec not recommended, but we are encouraged to always uh, let it go, let it go. And it's part, a big part of the culture. And sometimes we laugh about it and we make joke of it because, you know, you're in a really hard and bad situation. But then someone who is um, wise and who is older, they always say, you know what, it could have been even worse. So let it go, let it go. And sometimes when people are young, uh, they don't understand the meaning behind this. And sometimes they make joke about it. But letting go is a big part of uh, our culture. And just the fact that be thankful, be appreciative, because it could have been worse. And this sometimes becomes a joke among especially younger people who don't have experience and knowing really it could have been worse, you know, um, and, and people make joke, okay, I fell down, I had my arm broken, I had my head hurts, and then my grandpa comes and says, well, be thankful because you could have been dead, you know, so you're alive. You have to really appreciate that now you can really still be here. And um, so it is really important in, in our culture, and especially uh, in New Year and these two weeks. Um, it's just something maybe we have grown up with that um, we use it. We try to, you know, show each other that, uh, you know, I'm using good words, I'm having good thoughts, I'm not going to think about past. If people go through life, no matter what, and then as soon as they start talking about, oh, you know what happened, I'm getting into divorce and go, okay, put it behind you. Now everything is going to be new, everything. So people encourage each other. And so it's a lot of reminder that uh, you need to be appreciative, you need to be you know, focusing on uh, now and future, past is gone. It's, it's just a big part of our culture. With that, I'm the sole speaker, you guys, today, because I know, yeah, uh, I'm talking, but we got to the second part of our break. We come back and we continue the last part of our conversation. شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد اگر تازه رادیاتون رو باز کردین صدای ما رو به زبان انگلیسی میشنوین من به همراه دو تن از همکارانم دکتر راکرز و دکتر اندراده از شرکت غیر انتفاعی توانا روزای شنبه و شنبه در خدمتون هستیم توانا یک شرکت غیر انتفاعی برای کمک به کسانی که نیاز به کمک های روانشناسی دارن تأسیس شده در 
5 جون سال 2018 و ما خوشحالیم که روزهای شنبه و یک شنبه به زبان انگلیسی در رادیو بامداد با شما هستیم پادکست های ما بیش از 160 پادکست در رادیو بامداد قابل سرچ هستش تحت عنوان Culture and Psychology و همینطور وبسایت ما رو اگر بخواین دنبال کنین میتونین www.thetavana.com میتونین ما رو سرچ کنین همینطور از اپل و آیتون پادکست های ما رو در زمان های مناسب گوش بدین ما دو قسمت اول برنامه رو در مورد جشن نوروز صحبت کردیم برمیگردیم و دنباله صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم Dr. Rockers and Dr. Alexandradi, and we are continuing our conversation about Nowruz celebration, any celebration, and specifically we focused on Nowruz because uh, this is the first day of our new year. Uh, yesterday, um, actually, um, now that we are um, actually taping one week ahead, uh, it was just last week, and uh, now that it's aired it was last week that it, it was beginning of um, noruz and we celebrated on sunday which was uh, march the 20th and uh, it was 8 33 
uh, in the morning that the new year started, which was the beginning of uh, season of spring. So um, for those that you just turn on your radio and you're listening to us, the first two parts of our celebration, we were talking about Noru's, my um, friends and my colleagues, uh, wished everyone in uh, Farsi, in Persian language, happy Noru's. And also we continue talking about the symbolic of the items on the table and what is, uh, what is the celebration and what we do in two weeks of celebrations. One of the things I was thinking too, uh, as you both were mentioning, you know, the duration of time, I think also too, to be intentional, if we have more time, we can be more intentional and more engaging in that way. And so as I not necessarily retract my earlier statements, but again, as we've, dis- we've discussed, you don't always see the culture that you're in and don't always recognize that there are maybe longer periods of time that the traditions or rituals uh, occur. Uh, so the idea of, you know, uh, you know, with Christmas, for example, what did it say? Tis the season, right? It's like, tis the season to be kind, to be caring, to be thoughtful. And so it's this, this intention that we have during this period. And so it sounds like with the, you know, Naruz, it's, you know, this two week period where it sounds like there's a lot of planning that goes into that, but really even during that two weeks, just really immersing in that and making that effort. Like you said, I even like how you described, you know, people are leading with positivity. It's like, let's, let's be positive. If somebody starts to, you know, derail the conversation, it's like, all right, let it go. Hold on. Like, let's focus on the positive, you know, rebirth, growth, you know, a lot of things that are identified with spring growth, opportunity, positivity. Uh, and so I, I like to hear how, yeah, that's so just like uh, in, in influenced or intertwined within that holiday in that way. And I think that's the other great thing about um, learning about other cultures and other you know traditions and holidays. It, it makes you reflect even on the things that you practice so that you could be more intentional with how you celebrate things um, versus like before, if I was just thinking of Christmas, okay, Christmas Eve. Christmas day, I got to work the rest of the week, you know, it's just like, okay, I'm just getting through this versus being like, how do I really want to immerse myself in this, you know, holiday season, in this, uh, you know, celebration even too. No, absolutely. Dr. Rockers, I mean, Dr. Andrade, that's absolutely true, because it just sinks in, you know, Mm -hmm. the more you talk about, the more you try to behave that way, the more you try to really think about it, it it sinks in. And it's the more practice you do, the more it becomes part of you. So as I said, uh, it's really interesting as I'm talking to you guys, I'm thinking about part of the culture that you normally do, you naturally do, but um, you don't even think about it. But now that we were talking, uh, I was just thinking, it is absolutely true that the elderly, Um, the parents always encourage the kids to um, just be kind, you know, share, let it go, you know, don't, don't just even um, be in a negative mood. If something negative happened, 
you actually be the one who do the good deed. You be the one who start saying something nice. Don't wait for someone to really say something nice to remind you. You be the reminder. You be the person who acts upon it. And it's always the part of culture that is reminded to children and youngsters. And especially when you get married, you have children, um, you always have this in mind that this is how my parents taught me to be. So I have to pass this on to my children. So if they come back from school and they complain that so-and-so did this rather than telling them, okay, tomorrow you go there and you respond with this so that, you know, you responded the way the person did to you. So they understand how bad it is rather than that go, Okay, let it go. That person doesn't have that training, doesn't have that um, culture of, um, you know, patience uh, or, you know, have, you do this in a kind way so that you teach that person. So it's always reminded in our families, in our culture, that you be the one who does this good to other people so they learn, you know. Right becomes an example for others. And, you know, another piece too, I'm thinking more about how, what ritual involves or what ceremony involves the reason for extended. If you have people visiting a number of times, you're going to be repeating some of those things that you are planning to do. And in that way, it soaks in more here in your head, but also the thing about making a public declaration, what we know psychologically is that when we say this out loud and declare it to others around us, we become more likely to engage it or actionize it. That's a very good point, uh, Dr. Rockers. I, I absolutely believe in that because the more you try to remember and say it, the more sinks in as we talked. So the longer you have, the longer time you have to practice and talk about it, the more you do have, you know, opportunity to repeat and remind yourself. I know. And, and, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and it is, it, it is true in, in uh, our daily life, even if you usually, as a reminder, we write something and we put in front of us, like as I'm sitting here, I have some uh, words that I always put by my computer and I always feel like these are good reminders. Just be kind, be patient, be this and that. And it, uh, when I'm talking, even when I look at that, it just reminds me that this is what I want to do. This is how I want to be. And so even words that you really want to practice, you really want to be part of you, it's always good to write it and put it where you're mostly spend your time because it's all, yeah, because your eyes see it and it's a good reminder. If so-and-so said something that it bothered me, let it go. I, I'm not at the same level as that person to revenge or to, to do something or to say something. So these are the words that I put in front of me. This is who I want to be. So just by your kindness we always hear kill someone by your kindness 
I mean, it's hard to be always that. I'm not just saying like, you know, we are just some people that are very different, but but it's reminder. We all need reminders, you know. I'm sure there are some people that in different cultures, and I see that all the time, they're way better than what we are describing, even without reminder, they're just who they are. But I'm just saying for people who want to practice, the best is to always have reminders. You know, you want to do this, so you want to be this. Why not having some sort of reminder? It's just like, you know, you want to learn something. You have to practice to learn. You have to either memorize, you have to read, 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 um, or practice. So just like our behavior is the same. We have to practice to be who we want to be. I was wondering, and you may have, we may have just answered this with that explanation too, as far as, like you mentioned, parents kind of encouraging, you know, the youth to let it go. Um, you know, in, in, you know, American culture, there's the idea of New Year's resolution, something that we carry into the new year. Is that something that's really emphasized is carrying into the new year? Or is there something specifically that is kind of like similar to what you carry yeah. into the new year? Very good question. A new year resolution here could be working on your physical body, um, working on your work, working on different things, anything you wish for. In our culture is more mainly um, behavioral, um, inner self, you know, um, you know, for neuros or new year in our culture, you hardly hear anybody to talk about their body, their losing weight or going to the gym. It's more, I want to work on this part of my behavior to become a better person. It's more um, inner person, um, inner self. Interesting. That was a Dr. Daniel Rocker sponsored question. We want to thank listeners for encouraging us for asking those specific questions, even if they don't come directly from Daniel. So, yeah. I have to admit, Alex, when you asked that question, I was secretly envious. I was like, dang, that was a good question. I wish I would have asked that question. <laughs> that's, that's where I, I channel you sometimes. That's a, like I said, that was a Daniel Rocker's question. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry, Day. How about this question for you, though? When you were younger, do you remember? You're talking about the, uh, last week. Yeah, very good. <laughs> you were doing that humor thing. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, when I was young last week. <laughs> last week it was. Did you think about what did you think about Noros? You know, when we're younger, we see holidays differently when we than when we are older. Yeah, of older, course. We have different perspective. And yeah. You have uh, yeah. recollections for how you saw Noros. Yes. The first thing was uh, my parents always purchased new dress, new shoes, new clothing um, from down to up. Everything is new. That was really always exciting to go shopping for new clothing for new shoes for everything new and then the other thing that was very exciting was and it's really interesting because you have a wish list of what you want you know like i want my dress to be this and that and then parents usually they they try their best to really make sure they do what the kids want you know or if you want a toy, you want something, 
Um, and then the other thing is, instead of um, um, purchasing um, gifts, like here Christmas, they usually give money. Uh, they usually give um, fresh um, bills of money. And then depending on, it's just symbolic. It's just like um, wishing everyone a prosperous year. Uh, and even the kids, they love, it's part of their savings. And then every visitation, people, older people, um, or parents or other children, they give you money. And then you collect all the money, you either put it in the bank or your parents keep it for you. So basically it becomes your saving um, and they give each other money, you know. So the more you collect money, the happier you are. So at the very beginning, when you're a child, you're looking for all this money you collect, you know, besides the new clothing. And the other thing is just a lot of parties, a lot of good food, a lot of sweets and candies as a child. You know, Jesus love all of this because everything is in your favor. Uh, everything is basically great that you don't maybe have during the year, you know, even uh, usually in the least um, advantage uh, situation, people try to save for notaries so that they can buy new clothing for their children. They can at least put some good food on the table. So um, yeah, so that part I always remember. It was the most fun part, collecting money and counting how much money you have earned. Hey, did you guys, um, I don't remember getting the money from you guys for Noru's. <laughs> did, um, did, I miss, did I forget that or miss that or what? Actually, that's a, a great, uh, I'm glad you answered that. Uh, we do have to go to a break though, Daniel. So we really don't have time for that question. Well, well we got to take our final break and then we'll come back right, uh, to wrap I up. Have but to tell you guys, sorry, Daniel. Will... I mean, we, we might have to even, you know, just cut no, that off the show visit. too. You have to come visit. And for every visitors, there is money because, and that's also one of the things, if you don't go visit people, maybe that's the encouragement. Mm -hmm. You have to go visit people to get money. If you don't visit people, there's no money. That's why <laughs> you try to visit as many people during the day as possible so that you keep telling your parents, where are we going today? You know, <laughs> to uncle's house, to aunt's house, to cousin's house, to friend's house, so that you can collect money from everybody. So you come and visit, then you're going to get money. All right. Okay. And try no, to be a little better than $1. All right. <laughs> <laughs> With that, we're going to say one. our last, our final statement. Alex, you better go next, man. Yeah, no, I, I probably, probably the thing I would encourage listeners is, yeah, uh, I mean, if, if this sparked your interest, you know, definitely, you know, continue to, to research. I mean, that's the great thing about technology. You can Google, you know, you can Google everything that you heard today and learn more about Netroost as well as even other, um, you know, holidays and traditions uh, in different cultures. So I, I think it's always great to do that from time to time. And so encourage uh, people, especially to look into their own culture a little bit more. Sometimes we do take it for granted. And we just uh, say this is how it is, or this is what it is. But yeah, to understand the meaning behind it, I think could be so valuable. So thank you, Saide, for sharing that with us today. I think it's, it's very informative and very reflective as well. Well, thank you. 
I would say bring awareness to your holiday celebrations or rituals. Bring your own awareness to it and ask yourself, not just what might this be for, but also in what ways can I really incorporate some of this into my life to make a change and become a better person? And I want to wish everyone a great um, Persian year and also um, just encourage again the good thought, the good deed, and the good words. So with that, we want to say goodbye to everyone. We come back tomorrow to uh, talk about another topic. Uh, have a wonderful Saturday. چه سرد و سخت زیباست موج این دریا گرد و سر گذاشتم سر نوشتت سر گذاشتم شکر غم را به بر فلک سخی نمانده این زمانه هر بزن تا بیکرانه سرنوشت را باید از سرنوشت شاید این با کمی بهتر شگیرا غرق در باور نمیشد از کجا این باور آمد که گر سر بر نگردد سر Say yes, sir.